it will also be easy for you to share publicly that you are open to new opportunities and because you have already been noticed you know on these platforms someone who has those opportunities can reach out and tell you how to get plugged in for that in a world that is rapidly changing it is important to learn about the fundamentals of new and existing technology this is why we decided to start this podcast welcome to the boss welcome to the boss yeah so this is the podcast where we discuss all things web 3 and crypto with the view to promote knowledge and accessibility to everyone follow and subscribe to the podcast as we share exciting episodes with you weekly thank you to all of you who have come back to listen to the podcast and if you are new here welcome my name is Anre, and together with Rosmaline, we are the co-hosts of The Bust. I'm so excited to bring on this episode today because I feel like you'll get so much value from the conversation that we are going to have today. Rose is unavoidably absent for today's episode, but this year is a year of consistency, and so you can expect her in the upcoming episodes there's been a lot happening in this January that I'm so grateful for. For my birthday, I decided to go to Europe and then a family member decided to tour Europe. So we were able to visit five countries. We went to Italy, France, Netherlands, Germany and Hungary. And it was such an amazing experience. I intend to have a blog or mini mini blog about it so you can look out for that but that was so good and so amazing so that's really what i've been up to i just got back to vegas and trying to settle down with work and everything and really just that's this year proper but so far so good it has been a great year let's talk about recent web3 happenings so goldman sachs named bitcoin as the best performing assets of 2023 so far. Seems like 2023 has started on a good note for the Bitcoin cryptocurrency. I hope that keeps going on. Tesla also receives that it has never sold any of their assets since the last reports. Cryptocurrency exchange Gemini to fire 10% of its staff. And also, right, Binance holds token collateral and user funds on the same wallet by mistake this is something that I think that we can go deeper on on another episode. Then also we are in the season of layoffs. So the cryptocurrency owned exchange Luno is set to cut to 5% of its staff and crypto currency exchange Gemini to fire 10% of its staff. This its layoff season is really upon us and it's quite interesting to see how big tech companies and web3 companies have been laying off staff recently google laid off over 12 percent of its workers globally we've had same from spotify we've had same from coinbase recently that has announced 950 job cuts in an attempt to cut costs 
I'd say it's a general, you know, problem, not just Web3 centered. Um, the layoff season is really upon us. And from the data available to us, it is not stopping soon. And that is what informed the topic of today's conversation. We are going to talk about how you can get a job in Web3. And the points that I'm mentioning will cut across people who are in tech generally or Web3. I think it can even apply to anyone who's really looking for a job. So pick out the gems that apply to you from what I see, and then you can apply to your specific situation. But for the purpose of this conversation, I'm just going to focus on the Web3 people because we are a Web3 podcast anyway. So the first point I have here is let your CV or your LinkedIn profile be to the highest of standards. You, your CV or your LinkedIn profile is the first impression that hiring managers and hiring companies have about you. And so they should be written in such a way that you pick the interest of these people to want to speak to you. Something else I'd say is that you shouldn't be afraid to give your CV or your profile to an expert to help you fix because I realized from experience that some people have done the work. They know what they have done, but they have trouble documenting it or expressing it in a way that really shows the depth and extent of the work that they have done. So don't think that it is wrong to give your you know, CV or LinkedIn profile to an expert to help you to revamp and put this in a light that you want to be seen from the hiring company's point of view. So ensure that your profile, whether it's on LinkedIn or your CV is up to date. When you get a new job, go to LinkedIn and update it. A way to really tell how your profile comes across or your CV comes across is to give it to your friends, give it to your mentors, give it to people that matter to you and let them give you feedback about your profile. Now, once that is done, another way that will make you stand out and get a job in Web3 is by building in public. And you can build in public through different social media platforms, through um, blogging platforms. So uh, you can use Twitter, you can use LinkedIn, you can use Instagram, you can use Substack, you can use Medium to essentially document the things that you are learning in this space. So whether you are an early career professional, a mid-career professional, or a senior career professional, this building in public will really help you, first of all, to consciously learn because you want to show the things you're learning. And one thing I'd say is that you don't have to be an expert to build in public. All you have to do is be authentic, be willing to learn the things that you have to share and then share the things that you learn. There is an adage that says that when you teach, you learn twice. So that can be an incentive to you to want to learn more because you want to share about your learning. Remember again, like I said, that you don't have to be an expert to talk about the things you want to talk about. Just be authentic about your journey. And as you're doing this, follow other people in the space, people who are, you know, either appear to you or your seniors, people who have more experience, I'd say, and follow them, comment on other people's posts, 
And that's a way to, you know, give you some visibility. At the end of the day, when you open to opportunities, it will be easy for the people that you've connected to, to reach out to you. And it will also be easy for you to share publicly that you are open to new opportunities. And because you have already been noticed, you know, on these platforms, someone who has those opportunities can reach out and tell you how to get plugged in for that. So this would also help building in public would also help to build some sort of portfolio for people who are not developers or designers who don't necessarily need to have a portfolio. It will give you some sort of portfolio for your work. And that way you can get a Web3 job is by cold outreach. And in this case, what I mean by cold outreach is that you can reach out to people who are in the space that you're looking to get a job in, either the CEOs or the recruiters or HR people, or even your peers at the company that is hiring. And what that means is someone who um, currently is at the place you want to work, at the role that you want to work, or a senior person in that role. And when you're doing your cold outreach, you can think of it, think of it as a way to get information. So we call that informational interviews. So you're not reaching out because you want to ask for a job, but you're reaching out because you want to have a conversation with a person and in so doing, you can talk about your need for a job later on in that call. And I'll explain that further. When you reach out to someone, these people that I have mentioned, and say that I saw this opening in your company and I'd like to I'd like to get the job, you most likely will get a response from them because they get this they are inaugurated with so many people coming to their DMs to, you know, talk about maybe an opening that they have in their company. But if you reach out to them and you reach out in such a way that you want to get information and you have to do this genuinely, you would most likely get better responses. When I mean by getting information, there is an acronym that I learned from a book called The Two R job search by Steve Dalton. The acronym really just shares about areas that you can ask for information around. It's called Tiara and T is for trends, I is for information, A is for advice, R is for resources, and the next A is for ask. So the idea is for you to find something that might interest the other party and use that as a bait to get them interested in talking to you. Because asking someone, for example, who recently transitioned into Web3 for advice on how they were able to do that will make them want to talk to you. And then when you get on the call with them, you have to be genuinely interested in really learning about how they're able to transition, especially if you are looking to transition and you're open. So be genuinely interested in that conversation. Ask the right question if you know, you're able to get on a call with that person. And then at some points towards the end of the call, you can then say that, oh, I saw this opening in your company and I think I'm totally, totally up my alley and I'd like to explore doing this job. Could you make a recommendation to 
the recruiter or the hiring manager in your company for me and they because you've already built rapport with the person they most likely will you know be happy to do that and this will get you in the door remember that companies take employee recommendation very highly and so this is something that you want to look at the fourth way that you can get a web3 job is through joining communities there are so many communities there's discord there is you know telegram there's whatsapp communities and these communities have so many subjects matter so from it's being just focused on your role say if you're a front-end developer a back-end developer product designer a business analyst and all that they are now also you know DAOs that you can join and the first thing that you want to do is signify focus on the communities that makes the most sense to you if you think about joining too many communities it could get overwhelming so you might not want to do that but focus on or think about communities that makes the most sense join the communities a lot of web3 channels actually share their open roles within their community because they know that they are already familiar with what they do um, with their technology with how they operate you know so it's easier for for them to get employees through their channels also you can think about communities like web3 bridge there's web3 ladies in africa there's stack shift which is a company that's helping people in the web3 space to you know find community and network with each other so you can check out these channels and there's a lot more there's also kennel kennel is more global so if you join kennel you get to meet africans and people from around the world who are either already in web3 or very interested in the web3 space and that's one good way to connect and meet with amazing people who have companies and that could be very useful to you prior relationship is another way you can get a web3 job so think about your previous work experiences connections that you've made people that you have interacted with in the course of your work and you can always reach out to them to let them know what your question is and let them know that you are open for new opportunities and just reach out and ask sometimes you don't get what you want because you haven't asked or you haven't asked the right person so what you can do right now is write a list of people that can potentially be the source of your new job and just go through the list and ask them the next way you can get a web3 job is through events and conferences there are so many web3 events that come up from the blockchain conferences to ethereum conferences to different web3 companies having their own conferences and all of that you should get involved with volunteering or attending this event that's a way to meet people other people in the space that's a way to have genuine conversation that will make people open up to you just because of the fact that you are working together to put an event together or you've attended the event they are more open to having conversations with you so explore events and conferences and finally 
You can also think about code applications. What this means is that just straight applying for roles that are available to you. I put this last because this is, come on, this is what everyone is expected to be doing. So it is not unique per se, but I also realized that some people are not doing this well. And what I mean is that you can't be actively looking for a job and apply for two jobs a week or five jobs a week. If you really are looking for a job, you have to realize that getting a job is really a job in itself and you have to really set out time for it. So a rule of thumb is for you to really spread, have a white funnel, spread all your applications you know, around. So look at companies that have openings for what you are looking for, document that, look at the employees. If you're African, previously hired an African, if they have, then that's good for you because you know that it's easy for you to get in that environment. So you want to you want to maximize your efforts in such a way that you are, you know, reaching out to the right companies, you are expanding your efforts like in the right direction, right? So reaching out to companies that matter and you know, applying to those companies. I would also say that you should think about putting in 15 to 20 applications per week. If you're really, really looking for a job, think about it as it being something that you want to spread your application as wide as possible. That's the best way you can get responses. And if you're not getting responses, come back to the drawing board, look at your CV, look at your LinkedIn, look at your cover letter, think about, what you are not doing right, tweak this thing. Next time you want to apply for a job, put a different application out there and see how that performs. And then you're able to have data points to know what is working and what is not working. So those are the seven ways that you can get a job in Web3. I'm just going to do a quick summary of everything I've mentioned. So number one, I said, let your CV and LinkedIn profile stand out. Let them be up to standard. These are your tools that would make first impression to whoever you are sending these profiles to or to whoever looks at your profile. Remember that your LinkedIn is your CV that never sleeps because people are always going to be looking at your LinkedIn. Employers, companies are always looking at that's LinkedIn to find their new staff. So you want to be one of the people that is found. So you have to optimize it in such a way that you can easily be found there. Secondly, I said, build in public, use your social media, use blogging platforms to document the things that you are learning and things that you are doing. Three, code outreach or informational interviews, whereby you reach out to decision makers that have openings that are situated to what you want to do or the role that you're applying for and ask them for information, ask them for advice in such a way that you can get on a call with them, get build rapport and then get them to ref refer you for to the decision makers for to get you know the job that you're looking for or to get them to um, also know that you are an interesting person that you should um, puts in your hiring pipeline. Anyway, so the fourth thing is communities, get involved in communities, whether it is social media channels, whether it is 
communities like you know Web3 Ages and Web3 Bridge and Stackshift get involved in Web3 communities, they really help. Prior relationships are also very vital. The sixth thing I mentioned was events and conferences. And the last thing I mentioned is code applications, which is really putting out your CV for openings for regular you know, job openings that you find out there. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I hope you got a lot of value from this episode. And to add more to the conversation, you can message us and tell us things that you would add, other ways that you have found the job. Please feel free to send a DM to us or send an email about other ways that people can find a job and we would update that in our blog. To listen to more episodes, please follow the board podcast or whatever platform that you are listening to us. Also share suggestions and Web3 or tech-related questions to the boss podcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at the boss board and on Instagram at the boss podcast. Thank you so much, everyone, and see you on the next one.